the balance is really important, I think. So uh, you need to have everything, but if you are overdoing something, even if you don't realize, there's most probably a good reason for that. And it's most probably not a healthy reason. How are you guys doing? Welcome on the fifth episode, if I'm not mistaken, um, of the podcast of Jana and Anfisa. And in today's podcast, we are going to cover the topic that is called mental health and maybe burnout, if we get there. So um, welcome, everyone. How are you doing, Ioana? Hello, Anfisa. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining our fifth episode. Uh, it feels like we're doing a lot of progress over here, which is great. I'm actually not doing great today, which is uh, very aligned with today's topic of mental health. It feels like, I don't know, something, probably the stress of COVID for one full year, being very pregnant and all have just added up and built up into this uh, very, very cranky mood. <laughs> what your past week has been like, Anfisa? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to add the comment that probably by the moment when we launch this podcast, um, your baby will be already, uh, maybe not running around, but at least <laughs> scrambling around or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making a lot of noise, probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll hear it in the next episodes. Let's see. Stay tuned. Um, anyway, so my week, how was it? Um, as I already mentioned to you before we started shooting it, it was a good week last week because I went first time traveling this in this whole year. Um, as you imagine, this year was not the best one. So it was like literally like a sip of the fresh air. Really nice. I went to France. It was beautiful. The weather is beautiful, etc. We went to the ocean, to Bordeaux, wine and stuff. So it was really amazing. But then I came back and I also had, um, not to say bad week, but it was a little bit strange, a little bit off on terms in terms of my emotional state. I felt like I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. And I started to blame myself for that. I started procrastinating. And then we get into this topic <laughs> of this podcast. I started feeling literally uh, pressing myself, basically. And today was a part of that. Um, that day was also not so good. But um that's not the most important topic right now so the most important topic today is that we are actually having a very secret guest who is joining our podcast today um to discuss this topic because i assume and let's see how it goes but i assume our guest has a lot to say about the topic burnout and mental health and how to work it out when you don't find yourself in a good spot um so everybody please welcome our guest gabrielle which you might know as um ux bite on instagram on and other social medias hey. hey there hey there how are you doing good i mean almost good but anyways yeah. it's not about us it's about you so tell us a little bit more about how have you been doing because for those of you who will be listening to this podcast you'll probably already be back and online and posting and everybody would see you shining but we all remember that almost um 10 or how many 11 months ago you kind of disappeared from online before that you were super super active you were um pleasing everybody with interesting great posts every day and and then all of a sudden we don't see you at all so um briefly in the dm we know we were chatting that you decided to take a break to you know um rethink everything and i wanted really to hear what happened how have your year been um yeah, sure. So um, I actually had a, a really good year, maybe one of my best, even considering uh, this whole uh, global health crisis and everything. It was actually a really uh, good period uh, because I had a couple of revelations that I was able to also implement. Um, so uh, basically, I, I think what happened to me is I um worked a lot just because i got uh, working working was objective wasn't emotional it was something uh, i could handle and um, i i kind of um fall into the trap of doing that a lot 
but it was of it was of course tiring to do it and um so at one point i just um realized that uh hey it's fine i'm i'm doing i'm doing all the work but uh i should also focus on my personal side who uh which everybody has and i really neglected that 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 side and um it's it's not something that you decide it's something that at one point you just can't ignore so it's not something i wanted to do it's something i i had to i really had to do so um because what happens is um you know you, you have all these voices in your head that i should do maybe a vacation just a simple thing but um you will um think that oh, I, I just can't leave now because this and this and that and all the other stuff um and you always you, you get excuses to just always drill forward um but actually nothing happens i mean you know nothing really happens you just leave you just um, look at things from a bird's view and everything is fine and this is an experience that uh, i would recommend to everybody like uh, all the things that you think that will happen uh, negative it's probably not going to happen uh, and and it's it's um it really helps you understand what 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 things are important and why they are important and the the balance is really important i think so uh you need to have everything but if you are overdoing something even if you don't realize there's most probably a good reason for that and it's most probably not a healthy reason just looking for that and looking for yourself and your 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 health and how are you like you know the things when 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 people ask us how are you you shouldn't think about um, work or family or or friends or I mean, just really how are you you as a person you know and that's something that i really needed to learn how to do that's very interesting so, i have a question okay, no, I, ha- I i love a, i love the one point that gabby made around the fact that um because i feel it very much myself so i feel this uh constant pressure that if i take a break uh, things will happen the world will go on without me so many projects so many things that i'm gonna miss out on so it's a lot of pressure to keep going but you said it very clearly that you felt like nothing happened once you took the break so you yeah. didn't I, i'm curious whether you it was because you just subtracted yourself from this entire uh, race and uh, competitive and crazy situation and then just realized well it's really nice on the outside as well or was it because you you didn't care anymore about what things are happening and you're missing out on how how is it that you feel that nothing happens once you take the break not not that i didn't care but allow allow myself to understand what i care about and that this is something it's we might feel that we know the answer but it's it's not always the case and and it i, I might uh, understand new things about uh, me and i'm in mean, 100% in the future too but um you need to understand why you are why you care about something you just it, it shouldn't things shouldn't be an automation you know Mm-hmm. we we are we are not we're definitely not robots and uh, <laughs> and um many aspects of our lives look like we are uh, automations but what we are not i don't know if things um changed or i changed that's something that i probably i, I won't know but my, when i came back and i started posting again and and the way i interact with people also my tone of voice is very different too i mean it's i i'm i'm more myself than before and i i don't see that much of a difference between um who i might be with some friends and who i might be when i communicate online and i i'm trying to be more uh, relaxed and just just the way i am you know uh so that that helps also because then the expectations are 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 lower too i wonder how so now we're talking already about how things are back and i wonder also to dig a little bit deeper on the on the point when you decided to stop or take a step back was it something like let's say you felt that it's too much or you're like you don't care anymore so was it like something that you wake up in the more in one day and you think like i'm done 
or is it something that you know today maybe but i don't have energy maybe tomorrow tomorrow yeah. tomorrow and then it's like you stop and you just real, you realize that you don't use any yeah. social media anymore <laughs> yeah it was the second second part for sure so it was something like um maybe next week maybe next month mm -hmm. i will come back for sure but i just um i just couldn't do it I, i never thought of it it wasn't like i was um actively thinking about it and refusing it it's just I, i just forgot about doing it um and i always keep questioning why you know mm, that's interesting yeah. i feel like i was partly in the same mindset but it's like with waves where you know i would not post because i i was doing this for also way too long I guess from like for four years now and there were summers when i was like oh my god i don't i don't feel like i don't want to i i don't want to do this anymore and then there was like okay i'm back i'm doing it right now great it's gonna be cool and then there is like peak and then there is like again down 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 and it's like i feel that i would have two months very active two months very passive and it's like this up and down not really coaster but like it's not straightforward journey that i can constantly keep it up so yeah. it's like to not maybe get out of this loop forever for like one year i'm allowing myself to make like one or two months breaks but also this helps me a lot also to reflect to maybe read yeah. some books in meanwhile take some courses uh recharge and then come back having a little bit more energy and um and like i guess excitement to start sharing things again yeah Yeah, and also I think um, uh, people are not always high in energy, but we always look like that. I don't know if people realize that that cannot be sustained or not. Um, mm -hmm. And not not just unsustainable, but also not true. I feel like, like you know, for example, this format that we are doing, it's much more, and I think that's why podcasts are really coming up in popularity because it's it's much more human than um, yeah. than anything else, any other format. Uh, the way we talk and we can swear if you want, we, we do whatever we want, and 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 that's just us at this moment, you know. Um, like Joanna said at the at the intro, she's not feeling really well, but this is her today, and tomorrow might be a better day, and so forth. So it's it's. Um, I think it's it's important not to you know punish yourself if why why I'm not feeling this and why you know am I mm -hmm. not good to do anything because I don't feel that I have the energy today it's you know it's um, you shouldn't we should we should be more uh, patient with 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 ourselves. I think that there's a common theme be, between us three and probably between any content creators or even designers. I think that at some point. We all want to just give up on doing work and there, there are longer, maybe it's, it's the same with any profession. So long periods or longer than you would like them to be, long periods of uh, not wanting to work or being feeling demotivated and it's absolutely natural. But I think that if you're on social media and especially in this ecosystem of constant uh, content, overload and everybody's doing things and you have to keep up and you have to be there in the game, I think there's an extra pressure then yourself in the isolated workspace with the team and so on so i think that social media kind of has a really bad side to it which we all kind of know and have experienced but i'm wondering since we all feel kind of the same things what makes it so exhausting so on one hand is the fact that there's content overload so the pressure that i don't know everybody's posting every day i have to post at least a, every couple of days because otherwise i won't be in the game anymore or Is it this vanity metrics that people tend to, that you get up or you, you, you get caught up in the race and you chase more followers, more likes, more success, more, of I don't know what. So why is it so exhausting? Why can't people just take it slowly and do it like you said, Gabi, more authentically and more about themselves and not so much about, uh, I don't know, posting the next uh, juicy thing and so on. Why is it so exhausting? <laughs> what makes um, it exhausting? For you, I guess it's um, uh, addictive. Probably, I mean, you know, when when uh, something that you do, no matter how much it takes, but you, you do it and it's well received, um, you, you don't you don't you won't be indifferent about it. You you will be happy about it. You you'll care that okay, this is nice. Uh, so there's this vanity for it for sure. Um, 
but also I think the way people um, not treat because I don't want to um, present it as a negative thing but the way people look at uh, content creators it's like every time we post it's like it's um, we're not releasing iPhones we are not you know we, we are not releasing products with this like the next time uh, I will post something like you're welcome you know, I, I, I use my time. I, I, um, I, I did something for you. You're welcome. Uh, it's not like, um, hey, I hope you find this um, um, good enough for you so you don't need, you know, I, it's, it shouldn't be like that. Um, but but, it, but it, is, it is like that. So um, it, it also, th I think, not that much of what how people behave with you but also how what do you let um affect you mm -hmm. um and um i i think i'm pretty um lucky with this i on the design uh, beside design i have this um band and i had other bands in the past that were never successful and uh, i received all these uh, negative critics on it and I'm so immune of um, of bad critics. It's like I always uh, I always thank them, and I always like I, I I honestly believe that hey, really. So you use your time just so you can um, review my content. That's that's great. Thank you, thank you very much. And it, it's really became something that it doesn't affect me anymore. Um, so it, with that, it became less exhaustive. Yeah. Um, and I also think that the, what we do is, for unfortunately or not, it's hard to define, but it's it's actually pretty easy to to copy. Um, so at one point when I stopped, it was like, mm, what am I doing? Because I seen all of my posts in fifteen other um, um, alternatives, and what what is what is going on? I just didn't get it. it was what's happening? You know. <laughs> so yeah. yeah i feel like um what you said that with critique it's also like a designer mindset or a designer hat that you are wearing and it protects you in a way but um to the point of joanna or to the question of joanna i think that it's true that it is indeed addictive and that sort of social media became this fast food where it's really e and it's like fast food slash casino where you know how to get those endorphins running you just post something that you know will will create an interest and demand and etc and you know that maybe you're doing this very lengthy project that it takes you like half a year year whatever and to get the result you need to wait you need to constantly pursue and keep pushing and it's like sometimes it's hard you need those endorphins to support you and like social media is there you just post something you did it like for two hours whatever you post something and you get this interview and you're like, oh, yes, accomplished today is not a bad day. So this became this loop of addiction, I guess. And also you still want to be, you know, relevant. You want to be useful. You want to be, you want to feel good about the fact that you maybe know something that you maybe help somebody. So this also creates this extra, I guess, addiction again, also like, um, it's also good because again, you're not helping yourself, but you're also helping others. But it's true that sometimes, especially when in the days when it's not a good day, when you don't feel very energetic or you might have issues at your work, etc., having this extra pressure coming from outside, from social media doesn't help at all. And it could create this feeling that social media is evil, that it's, it's not helping, etc., etc. So you just need to be a personal i think you need to be aware of those days and of those feelings when you go online and let's say you have already all those problems at work at life etc you go online and you see all those other people create something and you're not you need to just catch yourself at this point and and just take a deep breath and think like this is not about me quit it go out it's not about you it's not about them it's not what you need to see right now just go out so i try to catch myself really and like think that it's not important what i see here it's none of my business uh, my business is around here i want to create keep like keep reminding yourself why you're doing this uh, in the first place you're not doing it because you're in the race and you need to take the first place you're doing it for other reasons so that somehow a little bit helps but it's true that social media could be really like overwhelming and 
and not helpful. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and also, I think I think uh, in all of our creative cases, uh, and I know that. Um, so, for example, I, I took a like an eleven month break or something like that, um, and I read much less. I consumed information much less. Also, so uh, every time that. Um, people in, in any domain create something to, to put out, they also learn themselves, which is great. So uh, that itself is also uh, a really good um, win, if you want. So even, even that in, in, you know, it's, it's like a motivation to, to, to you know, to, to read, just to read. Uh, and that's, uh, that's, a, that's a really good thing. I would like to ask you, um, uh, Gabriel, on a more um, on the from the designer's perspective. So this is the content creator story, which we all know. We were witness to you, kind of withdrawing from social media. And I remember this funny moment when somebody actually wrote to me a direct message asking me, "Hey, do you know the guy from UX Bytes? What happened to him? Is he okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, he's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just he just needs a break from social media." But uh, this was for the content creator efforts. Did you continue working at the same rate or did you also feel the need to take a break from your designer jobs? Because uh, you've also been working as a designer for this entire time. And I'm curious whether there's a designer burnout that has nothing to do with social media and you've experienced that as well. Yeah, unfortunately this, this can happen that the burnout from social media uh, kind of radiated into other places of, of uh, my life too. And um, yes, unfortunately I, I'm ashamed of this, but uh, and many times I worked on projects, um, how to call this, like just, just to pass, just to pass this minimum of what, what it just to be workable, and and uh, it, it's I I couldn't recognize myself like I, I had this had had a lot of passion for um, what I did, and it's it's kind of I kind of lost it, and um, this was something I needed to win back also. Yeah, so it's kind of when you feel this burnout, um, it might affect everything else, like probably relationship also maybe, or, or basically anything that is um, really present in your life is probably going to be um, affected. I feel like this right now. <laughs> it's too bad to admit, because I feel like I'm doing my bare minimum, or it's maybe like pressing on yourself, like putting an extra stress or pressure but I feel like I'm just doing things to check mark, to do it. And there are other things that I'm doing more excitedly, but they are not related to my goals or my work or my other stuff that is important. And I really value those things. But at this point, somehow I want to procrastinate and run away to think, to do things that are not important. So that's a little bit of a side uh, effect of, I guess, maybe slightly boring. And I think that this, uh, I think this side effect, so the, the bare minimum um, phenomenon, if you want to call it, uh, also re uh, relates back with what Gabi said earlier that you can't actually it's not realistic that you do continuous work all the time so you can't always be super productive for years and years and months and months and continuously deliver your best 120 percent it's impossible it's unrealistic and it will happen that at some point you'll probably get into this bare minimum area but maybe it can be avoidable in some way. I think that for this year, at least, mental health has been closely related to the pandemic situation. And I think that everybody kind of feels burnout, even if maybe we work. I think, I think people actually work more than before. I don't know how that happened, but everyone I spoke to says that they've been working more this year than they did without the COVID. Maybe breaks were more clear or you had more holiday opportunities or I don't know what happened. I was, I was thinking also how to avoid this scenario and I'm, uh, I don't, it's probably not a recipe, but um, I think that this bare minimum comes from living too much into, uh, living too much in the, in the maximum. Um, and then you will, you will, you will at, at one point you will drop. Um, so pushing yourself, this is something that um, probably quotes a lot of people, but I'm not that sure that it's, it's actually that of a good idea. Um, a, a good personal and work-life balance and family balance and all of those things are actually on the long term is, is probably much more important. And long term is always more important than short term. 
Yeah, I agree. I think like it's a balance act that you always need to keep in mind that maybe if you have been hustling for way too long, maybe one year, too many projects, etc., you probably missed out on other aspects and they will start soon um, reaching you out and you'll start recognizing that maybe you're not happy or not excited or not motivated, etc. And this is like really your 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 tanks are full in one place, but completely open on the other. So you really need to be able to balance those and tr- strive at least with this balance. I think it's really, really important as well. Yeah, totally, totally. So after you went on to this uh, almost one year break, uh, Gabi, how did you feel that, okay, now is the moment that I go back. Do you feel replenished? Do you feel like I, you have a lot of energy right now or you've uh, accumulated thoughts and ideas that you want to put in place? So how do you know when you have to come back? You just know, do you just feel it? Or is it something like, hey, it's been a year, I should be back or, or it's now or never? Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's, it's not a pressure thing. It's, I think it's, um, for me at least, it's, it's, it's the opposite. Um, it's, I came back. So when I created the page, I had plans, I have strategies, I had long and short term strategies, what I will try to do and so forth. Um, but now I came back without any of those. And uh, I said, oh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And that's, that's what happens in, in many aspects of our, of our life also. And I was thinking, why shouldn't that happen here too? Like, um, I'm not planning and strategizing how I will behave with my friends, for example. That's not something we do. Uh, why should I do it here? You know, and I'm not strategizing how I will communicate with my mother for the next three months. Why, why should I do it here? So um, I think um, relaxing myself and um, and and and. Um, just being more relaxed helped me to not feel any pressure like okay i come back but what will i do will i be able to convince people that i'm really back or will i be able to convince people that um i w- i mean should i create even better content or should i keep create even more what should i what should i do but I, when i haven't felt this um uh, stress then when i when i decided that, hey we'll see We'll see together. I come back. I talk with people. Uh, they will let me know what what they need. We'll we'll do this together. I also wonder what did you do in the meantime? Did you have something special that were helping you out that you felt an impact on for yourself? Um, is there something that you can share with us to help other people as well in this position? Um, I, I yes. Um, I try to be as opposed to myself as as possible that i think that's that's how i would um characterize this period uh with, with different things like um i i became more social um more outgoing um happier for people i was unfortunately most of the times i was um pretty cynical in my life so this period uh, brought me uh, true appreciation for people um, and um, and their passion and and you know I learned to respect and appreciate people other than me with other visions than me and so forth. So it was um, yeah it, it was a time of observing and not participating directly so much. Uh, just just looking at the world and see what what people are doing why are they doing it and trying to understand it you know refilling tanks <laughs> yeah did you also travel somewhere did you kind of try stay to s- try to spend some time outside or you were just pretty much like everybody else locked down <laughs> sitting in, in the walls in the four walls um we, well I, I traveled kind of a lot before so that that was a big um difference for me that i couldn't do that anymore but um I kind of felt more relaxed even like this because um, just just like I said before, I, I wasn't strategizing my life. It was, it, it's every day. It's like, and I was also thinking of uh, friends and why, why do we have them and why uh, they con- connect with us. And I think everything is down to this this one day like we three of us we feel together um we we feel good together and then um our experience should be hey this is nice let's repeat it 
and, and if it's not nice, we will say, ah, okay, let, let's let's avoid this. You know, so it, it's something that um, you react on the experiences that that happen, not so much uh, planning and um, trying to um, on, uh, analyze things and understand uh, in theory. Uh, more like you know, living basically. Yeah. I like that you said that strategy could be stressful. <laughs> I feel like it's true. <laughs> it's overwhelming. It pushes you to meet some expectations and constantly deliver on whatever specific time, specific result, etc. So it could, it, we always vote for strategy. We always say you have to have strategy. It's important. But when we start having strategy, it could really start oppressing you. And we always, we also need to find a way to live with the strategy in a sustainable way, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I do, and um, strategy is also also addictive, I think, because it has results at the end, right? And yes. I think it's um, it's it's hard not to strategize everything because we are thinking that uh, we want to gain things, and this way we will. Uh, but surprises are just as nice. I would like to uh, get back two moments to the point that uh, Gabi made earlier that um, pushing yourself is actually not healthy. However much the hustle culture wants to convince you that you have to push your limits every day and do more and more and more and um, never settle. And <laughs> perfect is the thing you have to achieve, not maybe good or yeah. good enough for yeah. So. Uh, there's a lot of pressure in the media and everywhere around pushing yourself. And also, I love the point about um, long-term go- long-term vision versus short-term, because this is actually what happens. You ignore the, the 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 perspective long-term and how this will actually affect you if you do it year after year for some short-term benefits that are are not that. I don't know, valuable when you actually get them. So I think that people should think more. And I, I love the point about long-term health, you know, health versus uh, short-term uh, effort and success. Someone had a st- uh, post on LinkedIn or somewhere, I don't know, that said that um, being busy all the time is really a bad thing. It's not something you should be uh, you should be proud about. It means that you're not productive, that you have no power of organizing, setting limits, saying no. So it doesn't say something good about you. The fact that you're always hustling and always doing something is not something to brag about. It's actually something that's toxic, and it just means that you can't organize and set boundaries. So maybe even us as content creators or just as designers have the responsibility of cutting down on the do more, do more, push yourself. I'm not, I'm not pushing anyone. I don't feel like I'm personally doing it, but the entire content industry is encouraging people to push themselves. And maybe that's really toxic and is damaging people's lives. So maybe we should think more of the responsibility we have towards the mental health of the people who read our content or follow us. I felt like when you were talking, this partly answers the question that you asked in the beginning, like why does this whole thing is so addictive? I feel like maybe people just don't know what to do and everybody is saying them you should do everything. You should constantly create, you should constantly work, you should always achieve your goals. And since this is like coming from outside and it always triggers you to do more, 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 we people usually, we are not very good at understanding what do we want. So we usually, not usually, but sometimes we hear from what the outside world has to say about it. So sometimes it affects us and we don't even understand that we might turn into those kind of machines (laughs) producing things where, in fact, we really need to come back to sort of start thinking within on what's important to me, what really makes me happy, what really is important, what do I want to achieve in life? Not necessarily just in career, but also in my personal life, in my personal development, in like what's important to you, what makes you happy. Don't do what other people say it should make you happy, but also what really comes to your mind when you remember those happy moments and um, what other things that you want to do and balance in your life. So that partly could be an answer to the question why people are just having this culture right now. Yeah, the uh, the unfortunate thing, uh, at least for me, is I could have never imagined that I will uh, go through this. I I never foreseen this. Uh, 
so that's uh, that's an unfortunate thing. It's just like when our grandparents uh, tell us don't eat that fast or things like that. <laughs> uh, and we always say that that's bollocks. So it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Uh, but at one point you start to feel it and you remember, uh, yeah, she was right. I think it's quite common that people feel invincible or indestructible and they feel like they're they're owning everything and they're managing everything and it can happen to them. But uh, it actually can happen to anyone. So I don't think there's anyone that's not susceptible to this problem. So if I am to remember my... Um, my little close to burnout story. It was last year when I was doing the entire social media um, thing. And I was also having a daytime job and a freelancing gig and another advice um, uh, consulting gig on the side. So I had like three jobs and the social media, which was taking up much of my time. And so I was juggling with all these and it felt towards the end of the year, because I, I think that everybody experiences burnout uh, differently, but there are some common themes to it. Um, I felt like I was absolutely dragging myself from one day to another. It felt like I was like swimming in the ocean for five years and then I saw uh, the ground and I was with my last breath every day trying to reach that ground and take a break so when the holidays finally kicked in i felt like i was i just avoided a, an existential crisis beyond return uh, very closely so um i'm curious um how does burnout feel how, how did it feel for you gabi how did it feel maybe anfisa i think you also had some moments um how, how can people realize that they're approaching a burnout how can they realize that it, it's gonna happen if they don't change something yeah uh, so this is interesting because i talked about uh this feeling of, of burnout with many people over the year and um many people um, contradicted me no that's not a burnout burnout is is actually a, a burnout when you you just can't do anything anymore it's like um what you felt is like you just uh, couldn't do it anymore i mean it was Maybe it's a mild burnout, if you want to call it that way, um, or that, or just you know you just uh, react differently to to different things. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I think everybody feels it differently, and everybody has that limit somewhere else. And so uh, for me, it was kind of mild because um, yeah, I realized that this whole social media thing is is not like we, we don't depend on it. We feel like it may be, but we, we definitely not depending, depend on it. Interesting. Um, if I think of, of similar situations, I could think only of, um, of the situations. Well, uh, there are always, like, as I said, like, I think my coping mechanism is to stop myself when I start feeling the first signs of this is not going the right way. So my sort of mental mechanisms are working fine in this case, because I would maybe take a day off completely or maybe like a week off when I feel like things are not going well but um, if I remember like the closest situation to a real burnout was when I was doing the startup and I was also doing like a social media and uh, freelance and stuff and stuff stuff and it was the moment when I was starting to do my uh, my, my startup full-time we had an like office we have people we've hired people etc etc and it was like overwhelming but the issue was that there was no light at the end of the tunnel. So we were constantly doing something every day. I would go to the work early in the morning, go, go out of office after 12 a.m. And it was like constantly like working, 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 but there was no result. And for me, it was like, well, at, at some point I, I wake up and I realize I don't want anything. I, I hate it all. I don't want a thing. I don't want to move because I'm so, um, what's the words? Like, useless or I can there is like no result no effect so when for a long time you're doing something but there is no even like a small light at the end of the tunnel that for me was like this um, real moment when burnout was really getting close and it just felt like I want to do nothing like I just I can't even find energy to watch stupid series like it's too much of the choice to me for me to you know go to Netflix and select the series it's too much work so it felt like there was zero energy um, and 
again, I now realize that it was just happening not only because I was overworked, but also because there was no result. There was no fuel um, sort of added to fill those tanks, right? So um, it's, I guess it has also some factors that affect the, the level of burnout. <laughs> Indeed, you, you kind of need some sort of reward or some sort of result in order to not get burned out quickly because otherwise if you keep if you feel you're going in in blank and it's kind of become anything can become tiring after a while but go coming back to the designers mental health because i think that design is the designers are a particular animal if you want and they experience burnout in a different way um i think there's um i think that there's something common with social creators in the sense that for designers there's a lot of pressure online in the sense that if you're an accountant, then you won't look at other people, other accountants, how they do their work, do they do it? So maybe if you're on a course or you're just researching something, but for designers, other designers' work is always very promoted. It's out there, it's shiny screens, shiny things, sexy projects, everybody's doing something. So I think that a lot of the pressure that designers feel stem from the fact that the design work is very much exposed on LinkedIn, on Dribbble, on Behance, now on Instagram, on everywhere. So you keep seeing all this fantastic work that other designers are doing and you feel like crap all the time. You feel like, okay, I'm not good. I'm not as good as these people. Although they don't show the messy parts and uh, uh, the failed uh, iterations, sometimes they do, but it's not a common practice. So uh, what do you think makes designers life that's so hard. Yeah, you had a really good point on on this. Um, so this constant um, competition type of feeling, um, which you can ignore, but it's there anyway. So yeah, this is definitely uh, a thing that you. It probably helps um, create the the imposter syndrome in all of us. So um, yeah, that for sure but but on the other hand i was thinking as as you were um talking about this um of the accountant example that yes that's true but on the other hand all these small things and all these small features that we we um think about and um try to uh solve and the moment we solve it that's also something that accountants doesn't have so uh I, yes it's more pressure, but it's really well con counterbalanced with uh, with these small wins that you're actually, you're, it's like you're inventing things uh, every every time, which is mm. which is great. Sure. Actually, to this point, I also thought so when Joanna was talking, I realized that we are now talking about literally like the opposite opposites of the same scale or range like for example i remember that my husband he's an engineer and he says that my projects are like years and years and years and there is no result i can't touch it i can't use it there's nothing i can feel or, or see or like understand that i did it you know and so in his example there was no result nothing to show nothing to experience whereas for us we are doing all this visual stuff that is always shareable and then we can put on the market and then people could experience and get feedback you can get the re like the reward so to say of the feedback instantly as soon as possible and like so when you work on those dragon projects you never see the end of the, the the light on the end of the tunnel but when you are working as a designer there's probably way too many of those results you know coming your way always online always overwhelm you and this is again the same story that starts like those are the opposite uh, edges of the same um problem line i don't know what to say but what's the word but i wonder Joanna, would you like to start wrapping up um this this episode with the bullet points we've realized today yeah actually i was uh, anxiously looking forward to it because <laughs> i have so many post-its here so i think i wrote like i don't know all the post-its we're learning. I also started making notes while we are talking. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I loved a lot of points that we we managed to make. I think that um, one point that I absolutely love because it's something that I need to hear because I'm very uh, rapidly approaching a break in my life. I love the point that Gabriel made about uh, what with what happens when you take a break and nothing happens. I love the idea that 
the world won't stop for you. You're, it's not like you're dying or going anywhere, anywhere or losing anything or losing the race, whatever that is, because the race, we all know it's only with yourself and so on. So uh, the fact that nothing happens if you take a break, the world won't shut down and <laughs> expel you forever. Um, I also love the part that uh, he shared about getting back, but in a more authentic form. So maybe uh, I think that this made me believe that if you take enough space and distance for reflection and for replenishing yourself or revisiting your uh, motivation and goals and who you are will kind of help you ping pong back and forth between being active and inactive will help you be more authentic and more own yourself better show yourself in a in a more honest light and so on it's a, it's a great exercise actually to back off and then come back uh, with who you actually are more more prominent I also like the points that we identified around why uh, social media is very uh, dark <laughs> for content creators. And it's around the fact that it's, uh, so the reasons being that it's very addictive. Uh, there's no actual gratitude in terms of, so you feel that people kind of take for granted your work. Many people show gratitude, but there's also when you get brutally criticized for something that you did for free and without asking anything in return. So come on, people should be more supportive of, of content creators. Um, yeah, and the fact that the, the work you do on social media is easy to copy. Um, the rewards are very quick to have, so it's very pleasant very quickly. And also, uh, I've already made that point, but I'm going to repeat it. Uh, the fact that you should uh, prioritize long-term versus short-term, like Gabriel said, and that uh, we tend to always go for the quicker wins, the immediate results, the immediate gratification, uh, when in fact we should be looking in long-term perspective at what, where we're going to be ending up in one year or two or three or five. So these are my points. Uh, Anfisa, you have the word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I also have some bullet points or takeaways from today's call. Um, I would divide them into two parts. One is about the tips and then one, another one is really more about like a science on when do you possibly when are you possibly burning out about a burnout so from the science i think like you should really be mindful or look for the moments when you start hitting this bare minimum when you let's say do it just to, in order to finish it to do this when you're not excited basically when you're just finishing it for the sake of finishing it another sign might be that um well not a sign actually but you need to be aware of the fact that strategy and having strategy and being super like let's say responsible and having everything planned and organized and arranged and scheduled um, can be stressful so you really need to look for this sustainable strategy sort of lifestyle not in just in content like space but also in in your work in your life and that brings me to this third thing it's more like a tip i guess but i think it's really important to balance everything in your life um, and start with why so first of all you start yourself why am i doing things does it bring me any joy any happiness does it help my goals in the long term as you said so as you understood what is important to you that should bring you to the next point with trying to strive to balance all those important points and prioritize them in life and instead of, you know, being distracted by the noise in social media, in successful success around, try to be really focused on, on who you are within and like really prioritize those things. So as soon as you start seeing those, you know, formal signals, just shut it up, quit, go and, and just, I don't know, take a breath, deep breath and start remembering what are you, what are the important things for yourself? Yeah. It's, it's something that my mentor, Stephen Gates, always tells me, you can be copied. So you, nobody can actually copy you, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the absolute uh, personal version of what you can bring and who you are and uh, what makes you you. So this is another interesting point that relates to what you just said. So True. please continue. True. Sorry Sounds to interrupt. No, no worries. It's a great point. Um, Okay, and I guess the final point is to the part we've covered at the end of this podcast where you need to be aware or ask yourself if you're putting too much energy and don't get anything in return, that could also potentially bring you to the 
dark place, so to say. And also, if you're seeing too much success around, uh, that doesn't mean that people are successful. And don't get yourself, I guess, caught up or distracted by this uh, work of others. Do you want to add anything, Gabri? I'm sorry if we took all the great bullet points already. <laughs> I, I, I just uh, I, I liked what you said about success and how we measure it and actually people who think that are successful are might not be and it's it's not a good um, way to measure it um, it's I mean it, it's not about how successful I am or I'm not but the only thing that I would mention is uh, I manage to um, be at the same place as I was with and without social media. So it wasn't something, um, it, it, it might look like, the, like look, this guy just um, uh, left and, but actually my life, social media is not my life and my life haven't changed. And I think that's, uh, this is, it's important to, to know and just, you know, just relax people, it's, it's fine. Yeah, life is going on. You don't have to constantly be in the loop. <laughs> so my mantra from now on will be, I am not UX goodies. I am not UX goodies. <laughs> I am myself. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I think we had a great conversation. I'm really happy that uh, Gabriel joined us today on this topic that I care deeply about. I know Anfisa also cares. So I think we're all uh, really happy to have talked about a subject that's so important. Uh, thank you so much, Gabriel, for joining us on PISA. You can end this beautiful, uh, symmetrical uh, podcast. Thank you so much, Gabriel, for joining us today. I think it's a really, really great topic, uh, really great points, really great sort of reflection on your last 10 or 11 months. It really helps uh, to just remind ourselves of those. what are those important things in life to keep in mind. Um, and on this note, I would like to say thank you everybody who was everybody who was listening to this episode and I hope to see you in the next one. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.